This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hello guys and welcome to Odds on La Liga. We have now three games left and Atletico is still topping the table. So let's analyze this midweek games with Alvaro Romeo, of course, and with you. So leave a comment below in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And do not forget to click on the like button if you enjoy our video, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. We have midweek games in La Liga and the title race is so exciting, Alvaro. We saw two draws in Atletico Barça and Real Madrid Sevilla. Still everything to be decided. Absolutely, Edu. Hello. Uh, and I am loving it. I think that uh, this title race is the most exciting in many years. Uh, I cannot recall any more exciting title race. I think that everyone has still a chance. Uh, I would discard Sevilla from the equation. Barcelona has it difficult, but still, their calendar is easier than anybody else's. Uh, and then Real Madrid and Atletico, they are, uh, you know, uh, first and second. And in my opinion, Real Madrid is the favorite to win the league. Uh, just on the basis that Atletico's calendar is very tough because they are playing against Real Sociedad and Villarreal. Yeah, this week actually they are playing against Real Sociedad. So let's analyze now game by game, starting with the fixture we have on Tuesday, Osasuna Cadiz. We are talking, Alvaro, about two teams that we have to put our hats off because they are already safe. They've made an amazing campaign, Cadiz, in the first start, uh, first half of the season, Osasuna in the second half of the season and now they are in the middle of the table completely safe and still picking points. Osasuna picked a point from San Mamés, 2-2 with that goal scored by Budimir and Cadiz beat Huesca at home. So here we can see that Osasuna is favorite because their last two home games were victories and they are undefeated in the last four. So actually they are strong when they are playing in Pamplona lately. Yes, they are. And I think that Osasuna uh, is one of the most improved teams of the second half of the season. Uh, hats off, as you said, to Álvaro Cerveras Cadiz. They have done a terrific season as well. Both they are going to stay in La Liga one more year. Mm, for this game, I like uh, a few odds here and there. Uh, there is a good chance to make money, in my opinion, in the both teams to score market. I tell you why, because uh, I do know that Osasuna and Cadiz are not particularly prolific, all right? Osasuna has scored 33 goals in the league, um, Cadiz has scored 31 in the league, yeah, I know that, I am uh, fully aware of that. But Osasuna, since they are safe, they have scored in three of the last four games. Uh, and they did not score against Real Madrid, which is something that you could um, define as uh, predictable. Uh, Cadiz, uh, they have scored the goal in the last three games, and away from home, they have a decent scoring record as well. Uh, they have scored in 13 of their last 17 um, away matches in La Liga this season. So the both teams to score uh, is my favorite marker here that pays 210. And let's not forget that these teams don't have anything to play for. So they're going to be happy going forward and probably they are going to be a little bit less aware defensively. A home win, I could back it as well. That pays 216. And if you want to get a really good value, why not to think that an Asian handicap minus one for Osasuna is a possibility? That pays 345. Mm -hmm. Well, two teams that are relaxed playing in Pamplona, two teams that uh, need 
de victory to be out of the relegation zone. Elche a la vez, Elche, they lost with Real Sociedad in the weekend, back-to-back -back defeats for them after the defeat also against Atlético de Madrid, but at home they are good. Álvaro in the last seven home games, only that defeat against Atlético de Madrid and then missed a penalty in the very last minute. Whereas Alaves got a point against uh, Levante after the terrible defeat against Eibar. It looks like Calleja's hype is uh, over. No victories in the last three. But still, I'm surprised to see that Alaves is favorite for this game. They are favorite for this game. Uh, there is, uh, as you will see, good value in uh, the home win, the draw or the away win. Uh, Therefore, I'm saying that I like the odds for this game because whatever you choose, uh, you are likely to, to get a good return. Um, look, this is going to be a game in which uh, I'm going to back the following. Um, the draw in the first half is something I fancy here. That doubles up your bet. And uh, I don't think that this is an unlikely thing considering that these teams, they are playing for their lives. but. Uh, First and foremost, they, they will play this game with a, a lot of defensive awareness. So the draw in the first half is good enough. Um, I think that uh, then probably Alaves will try to score because, uh, you know, they've got a negative head-to-head -head against Telche and this counts at the end of the season. Um, and let's look at the calendars if uh, you want. I mean, Elche is play, has left to play against uh, Alaves, Cadiz and Athletic Club Bilbao. And I think that calendar is uh, kind of okay. Alaves has left to play against Elche, Granada and Sevilla. So Alaves knows that the easiest game they've got left is probably against uh, Elche, even though Granada has very little to play for in their next game. Uh, so as I said, the draw in the first half is something I back here. Uh, I don't think that this is very speculative. And then the Asian handicap minus one, minus one for either side is something that gives you so much value that I find uh, pertinent and worth flagging. Look, the Asian handicap minus one for Elche uh, gives you 1150. Uh, but you should know something. If you had backed an Asian handicap of minus one for Elche throughout every game of the entire season, you would have won only once. Uh, normally Elche doesn't win for a two-goal margin. You should know that. But anyway, uh, if you go for the Asian handicap minus one for Elche, there is a really good value there. It's uh, 11.50. And if you go for the Asian handicap minus one for Alaves, again, I don't think that this is going to happen, but it's worth flagging it, no? Uh, that gives you 9.80. By the way, uh, an Asian handicap minus one for Alaves this season would have given you um, the full money only once in the season because they beat Alave, uh, Valladolid by more than two goals or by, yeah, by two goals but uh, they never beat anybody else for that uh, for that margin. Then let's uh, stay probably with that, uh, that first half draw. Yeah. Looks yeah. like a uh, good for me with two teams that again, they are fighting for staying in La Liga. And the last game we have on Tuesday, Levante-Barça. Again, Álvaro, a little bit disappointing. Probably Barcelona playing against a big team like Atletico this season, goalless draw. You said it at the beginning, now they are third. So they need Atletico and Real Madrid to drop points for them to have a chance to win La Liga title, although they have an easy calendar. Also, this game should be easy against a Levante team that got a point against Alaves is true, but they were coming from five straight defeats and their season, as we've been saying week after week, is completely done. Yes, I know. I, I think Levante has been one of those clubs that let it go. 
that doesn't speak well of the players, it doesn't speak well of Paco, the manager, uh, because uh, at the end of the day, to keep the ambition going on is something that a manager has to do and he hasn't been able to do it for one reason or another. I'm not in that training camp, I'm not in that locker room, but the team hasn't been able to do it and it's very disappointing. Barcelona, this season, they've got left to play against Levante this Tuesday, against Delta and against Eibar. By the way, the games against Eibar uh, could be more complicated than, than we would have expected because Eibar, they are still in the relegation battle, even though maybe in two weeks they are not. But what I mean with all this is that uh, never take as granted a calendar, um, an easy calendar or a difficult calendar because things may happen in between that they could change a team's approach. And I think that we all thought that Eibar was going to be uh, probably relegated by game week 38, and they might not be, and therefore that game could be difficult for Barcelona. Look, uh, looking uh, at the game against Levante, Barcelona has been pretty much, pretty much uh, symmetric when it uh, comes to away and home. Uh, the record at home is 38 points. The record away is 37 points. Uh, they are playing Levante, um, who got only one point out of the last 15. Uh, so here I have to go for Barcelona to win, uh, just because they need it more and because they are a better team. Uh, winning for Barcelona is not good enough in terms of the return you are getting, but the win to nil for Barcelona is all right. That pays 263. Uh, we are all aware of Barcelona's defensive problems, but they didn't concede the goal against Atletico. And Levante has not scored in three of the last five. So a win to need for Barcelona is something I back here. Um, and I think that this is the best, uh, the best uh, return I can get. Maybe uh, a nice handicap of 1 plus 75 for Levante. It's okay. Uh, that pays 206. Uh, if Levante wins, you win. If Levante draws, you win. If Levante loses by one, you win as well. And if they lose by two, you get half a lose. So the plus 171, the plus 175 for Levante is something that I could back here too. Yep, not bad. Actually, if we think this is going to be a close game for Barcelona, as it was close, for instance, their last away victory in Mestalla against Valencia, a team like Valencia who are traveling on Wednesday to Sevilla with uh, the new coach. With Voro, they got the salvation. They beat 3-0 Valladolid with Maxi Gomez scoring a brace. Good news for Valencia. It was a very difficult season with Javi Gracia on the bench and with Sevilla Álvaro. They are dropping points in their last minutes of the games. They lost against Athletic in the last minute. They got the draw uh, with that shot of Tony Cross against Real Madrid. But still, uh, Lopetegui's men are putting really good performances on the pitch. And they, these teams, for instance, also played in Copa del Rey and Sevilla won that game easily. It's true that Valencia, they didn't play with uh, the important players that game in Copa del Rey and was long time ago. But uh, we can see how Sevilla is, of course, way, way stronger than Valencia. Yeah, and they are the favorites. Uh, and I think that Sevilla against Real Madrid, they, they were good until they scored the first goal. And then uh, I believe that Real Madrid was much better than Sevilla. Mm. For this game, this is tricky because there is a new factor here. Valencia is playing with no pressure for the first time in the season. Uh, no one uh, is contesting Boro. Uh, he's a man of, uh, of uh, harmony uh, at Valencia. Uh, they won't be relegated. Uh, so this is a new situation for Valencia. And this uh, obviously is a factor that uh, is unknown for all of us. We don't know how this is going to play out. But what I do know is that Sevilla 
they they are very good defensively. Still, they conceded two goals against Real Madrid, but uh, that's uh, part of uh, you know uh, the winning and losing process. I mean, if you play against Real Madrid, that can happen. But against Athletic Club Bilbao, for example, they were very good defensively, and they only scored in the last, uh, they only conceded in the last minute uh, when Iñaki Williams had that counter attack because Sevilla needed to win, and they lost a little bit of plot. But generally speaking, Sevilla are a good team defensively, even though I have to say. That I've been slightly disappointed with Jules Kunde in the last games. I think that uh, uh, three, four months ago he was considered the, the best young defender in La Liga, uh, and that was right, uh, a right assessment. But in the last games he doesn't seem to be so solid and he's been suffering uh, pretty much ever since uh, Sevilla lost against Borussia Dortmund when uh, Erling Haaland got the better of him. Uh, so for this game, I'm going for the following. I think Sevilla plays very well in the first half, normally, and they've got a very good approach uh, to the games uh, from the beginning, from minute number one. So uh, Sevilla to win the first half is something that I could believe in, uh, that pays 2-12. And even a clean sheet for Sevilla, I know that Valencia scored three goals in the last game, but none of their strikers are particularly impressive. So a clean sheet for Sevilla pays 220, and this is another one that I, I would back. Mm -hmm. Then let's move on to Vigo, to Balaedos, Celta, Getafe, Getafe. <laughs> Still in trouble, they are not able to win those two games uh, that put them out of the relegation danger. They lost even to Eibar at home, so four points from relegation zone. Luckily for them, they face Levante, Granada, teams that uh, have nothing to play for, so maybe they can collect their points in these two games, because this one won't be easy. Celta, they are informed, beat 2-4 Villarreal, Santimina scoring a brace, and now three straight victories. And I'm surprised to see the odds for Celta's victory so high, 2.66. I think this is a good option for us. I'm backing it. I'm backing it completely. Uh, I like what Chacha uh, Coudet has done at Celta. Um, I think that uh, some players, uh, the quality players actually, have improved under him because he likes uh, to play uh, free-flowing football. And the likes of Denis Suarez or Bryce Mendes, uh, who are very good midfielders. In fact, Bryce Mendes, let's not forget, he played for Spain under Luis Enrique uh, for a couple of games. Uh, those players are stepping up. So um, I think that Celta is one of the improved teams of the season, uh, especially since the manager arrived. And probably for next season, uh, from the beginning, we should consider Celta a candidate to qualify at least for the Conference League, because this season under Cudet they've done very well. Uh, yeah, I like that one. I think that um, the Celta to win is good, and, and I, I had spotted the Asian handicap minus one for Celta here. That pays 420 as well, and it's a very nice one too. Uh, let's don't forget that Celta at home they are capable of the best. Um, there is also something that I do like here: the both teams to score thing, because uh, Celta defensively they are okay more or less. I know that Getafe didn't score a lot this season, but they need it. They need uh, to, to win, they need to score, uh, especially they need to recover after losing to Eibar, which is something that no one expected. So, both teams to score is something I back personally for this game, that doubles up your bet. And I'm going to keep it even for the Asian handicap, because I find this very likely to happen. Getafe really, really in trouble. Huesca also, of course, in trouble, but we expected that. Actually, we expected probably that they were relegated by now. But they have a chance to stay away from the relegation zone if they win, if they beat Athletic Club. I'm also surprised, Alvaro, to see the odds here because Huesca is favorite, 2.68, whereas uh, Athletic victory is 3.07. Athletic, uh, they got a draw against Osasuna, but they are in a good run. 
five undefeated uh, games, whereas Huesca, well, they've been struggling the whole season. They lost uh, to Cadiz. Their last home game was a victory against Real Sociedad. But again, it's a team that, uh, in my opinion, we shouldn't trust with these odds. Actually, I trust much more Marcelino's men. I think so too. Uh, I put it all down uh, to the fact that Athletic Club Bilbao is pretty much uh, playing for nothing, uh, just for their pride and uh, probably uh, every individual players they would like to impress the manager for this game. Whereas Huesca, they are certainly playing for something. I mean, they are at the minute 18th on the table, they are one point uh, away from safety to, uh, to make sure that they, they get a little bit of an advantage uh, over the, the relegation zone. Um, so I put it down to that. I think that Huesca this season, they, they have managed to get to this stage, still staying in Primera División. Uh, and this is uh, probably the biggest testament to the manager Pacheta, the fact that Huesca is not relegated by game week 36. Uh, I think that Athletic, they are favorite for this game. They haven't lost in the last five and they haven't lost away in the last four. That tells you that uh, little by little under Marcelino, they have recovered from the from the cup finals disappointments after losing against Real Sociedad and against, uh, and against Barcelona. Uh, Athletic Club Bilbao is far from being a reliable team defensively, still. I think that uh, there is a lot of work to do. Um, and uh, I think that uh, for this game, I'm going to go for Athletic Club to win. Uh, that is uh, good enough, in my opinion. I mean, uh, the odds for uh, Los Leones to, to get a win, it's three. That's fantastic. And for example, the, if you want to be slightly more conservative, the Asian handicap of minus 0.25 for Athletic Club is good as well. If they win, you win. If they draw, uh, that's half a lose for you or half a win, depending on how you see it. Uh, that pays 250. Yeah, I really like the odds here for Athletic as well. We agree, Alvaro, on the last game we have on Wednesday. Very decisive for La Liga title, Atlético de Madrid, Real Sociedad won't be easy for Atlético, Real Sociedad beat Elche 2-0, Oyarzabal scoring again, three victories in the last four games for Real Sociedad, whereas Atlético is true that at home they are more reliable, the last four games uh, were victories, also they showed a good image against uh, Barça away and is in their hand three games to go to win the title and the odds actually for an Atletico victory, not that bad, 1.83, but in my opinion, be careful with Real Sociedad. I'm keeping that one to the, for the Asian handicap, the home win. Uh, I think that if you put it all together with another three scores, uh, it's, uh, it's a very attra attractive odd. Uh, look, Real Sociedad this season, they've been, I, I don't want to say a flat track bully, because uh, they are not a bully even. Uh, and I think that they are basically beating more or less comfortably, the teams uh, in the region or the teams that uh, have more or less their level or a little bit less. But the truth is that uh, against uh, the top teams this season, they, they haven't beaten anybody. I mean, they haven't beaten Sevilla, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Atletico this season. Uh, they are struggling to get the result in these big games, you know. And this is the reason why uh, Sevilla, Barcelona, uh, Atletico and Real Madrid, they qualified for the Champions League. Uh, before the end, before the beginning of May, uh, Real Sociedad hasn't been able to keep track with them. Mm, a home win, as you said before, is okay. It's good enough. Uh, 183. Uh, I like the clean sheet for Atletico. Uh, you know, uh, a classic of my of my choice. A clean sheet for Atletico pays 220. A win to nil for Atletico pays 285. I was uh, 
impressed with the first half they played against Barcelona. I think that uh, there were a couple of really good chances for them in that game, uh, just to kill the game. And uh, Atletico, they are still, I wouldn't say the favorites to win La Liga, because uh, it's difficult to say this uh, when Atletico has dropped so many points in the second half of the season. But the league is in their hands. And they know that winning at home or beating at home Real Sociedad is uh, part of the process to become champion, champions for the first time since 2014. So I don't see them here missing uh, the chance. I think that Atletico is going to win this game. Atletico, very important game at the Metropolitano. After this, they have Osasuna and Valladolid. If they win all three games, they are champions. Again, Valladolid, a team that won't be easy to beat for Atletico when the time comes because they will fight uh, most probably to stay in Primera División. They lost 3-0 with Valencia, only one point above relegation, and they were coming from six consecutive draws, a team that uh, is very difficult for them to win lately. And now they face Villarreal, Alvaro. I think we could expect this uh, Villarreal lowering the level after the qualification for the Europa League final. They lost 2-4 with uh, Celta. I don't know if they are going to be relaxed in these uh, last games of the season in La Liga, just preparing the Europa League final. Or they will bounce back against uh, Valladolid and put a fight for sure. The odds are quite low for a Villarreal victory, but it's still okay. 2.25 if you trust Valladolid to get something out of this game. Actually, you have good odds. Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit strange or a little bit... Uh, mm singular in this game. I think that uh, Villarreal right now is difficult to predict. Uh, look, uh, I think that this is, what I'm going to say now is an example of how difficult it is to predict it. Villarreal, next season, they could be playing in the Champions League, they could be playing in the Europa League, they could be playing in the Conference League, or basically they could miss out European football. This is how open the situation is for Villarreal right now. Have they done a good season? Definitely, yes, especially in Europe. Domestically, they haven't improved a lot uh, in comparison to what they were last season. Uh, there are a couple of uh, misses at Villarreal that are going to be missed um, because I think that, for example, Samu Chukwese, he will uh, not be with the group uh, until the end of the season. He is likely to, to, to miss the Europa League final. Then Juan Foyth is still out and he gives an option uh, for the right back and the and the, and the centre-back position. Uh, they are still missing Vicente Iborra, so this is a short squad and, uh, you know, it's not great for them to, to be missing players at this stage of the season because the team is tired. Uh, I think that Valladolid, however, uh, we cannot trust them a lot. I mean, they haven't won in their last eight games. Uh, they have played four games at home in a row without winning. This is the state of, Villar of Valladolid at this stage. And they are still hanging there uh, and making sure that they stay out of the relegation zone only because they are getting draws here and there. They got four draws in the last five games. But uh, are Valladolid very reliable or are they reliable in, enough to, for us to think that they are going to win this game? I really don't think so. So I'm going for the following. A first half draw is something I, I fancy here. That pays 215. And if you want to get an extra value for your money, maybe the nil-nil in the first half is something that I put back here to 280. Draw, then for you in the first half in Zorrilla, then we have uh, Eibar, Betis. Eibar, they are coming from the dead. Actually, we thought they were going to be in segunda by now, but back-to-back -back victories against uh, Getafe and Alaves. And 
They are there still alive, but they have a very difficult calendar. Betis now, Valencia and Barcelona are their next rivals, only two points away from Salvation, even if they are in the bottom of the table. This is how compact, how level is the situation in the bottom of the table also in La Liga. And Betis, Alvaro, they are playing tonight against Granada. It's a team that is drawing a lot lately, draws in the last five games. Let's see also what happened today with uh, Granada and here actually the bookies expect a drop. Yeah, and, and me too. I think that Betis is uh, a team that is strange at the beginning of the season they didn't draw and now they are drawing a lot. Eibar, uh, uh, well, uh, what a reverse they have had. Uh, they beat Alaves and Getafe in the last two games and suddenly they are in there again. Uh, let's not forget that this is a team that looked like uh, uh, by mid-May, they were going to be relegated already. And they got 29 points. They are uh, two three points out of, uh, of safety. Uh, look, for this game, I'm going to back the draw. Uh, as you well said before, uh, the bookies are expecting that. And uh, personally, I think that that's very reasonable. Uh, the first half draw uh, already gives you uh, 2.14. I'm going for the full-time draw. That pays 3.45. And if you have a little bit of uh, a belief on Betis, well, then you can consider the Asian handicap zero for them. That pays 191. Yeah, this is not bad actually as well. The Asian handicap zero for Betis, but Betis also is a team so difficult to predict uh, during the whole season. Still, they are fighting, remember, to qualify for the Europa League. And the last game on Thursday, also very important for sure for La Liga title race. Granada, Real Madrid, Granada playing again tonight against Betis, lost uh, to Cadiz in their last game. And Real Madrid, Álvaro, they are so angry with the referee, even Fidan mm. after that draw. Controversial draw, controversial penalty against uh, Sevilla. The thing is that the team, they don't have uh, gasoline, that's for sure. They are super tired also after the knockout of the Champions League. Fidan made uh, some changes, put some fresh uh, legs, even Marcelo, Driozola, these kind of players that uh, they are not playing a lot this season, but uh, considering that uh, Mendy or Carvajal, for instance, they are not fit, is the option now they have to win or win in Los Carmenes. Yes, I know, and I think they will. Uh, Real Madrid to, to win this game, uh, to win to nil, uh, that is my favorite uh, bet uh, here, that pays 250. If we learn anything uh, last, uh, last Sunday when they drew it in Sevilla, is that it's preferable to play uh, a player who is fit than a top star uh, who is not completely fit. Uh, why am I saying this? Because at the Stamford Bridge, Zinedine Zidane uh, played uh, a number of players that they were not 100%, and I think that the team um, uh, weren't able to express themselves, they were not exuberant at all. And against Sevilla, the likes of Odriozola, for example, who seems to be a player that Tidane doesn't seem to trust a lot, a lot, a lot. Well, at least he's fully fit and he made a very good game. And I think that Tidane, hopefully, he has learned um, and uh, he will probably uh, check the check the sidelines and he will say, well, uh, who can give me his best physical performance? And that player will play against Granada. Um, I believe that uh, when it comes to the hand of uh, Militao, hand or not, well, I wasn't reading the rule book. Uh, it is a humble if you read one line of the rule book. It is not a humble if you read another one. So the rule book is a, bit, a little bit contradictory as well. But uh, I liked it after the game because he, he was saying he wasn't happy with the refereeing which I find a very natural reaction, but he never hinted that there was a conspiration or, a, or um, you know, some, 
witch hunt against Real Madrid. And I like that because I believe that referees make mistakes like anybody else. Uh, for this game, uh, we know that Granada, they are already safe. Uh, they are, they, it's been another very good season for them. I, I think that Real Madrid uh, are going to be much more motivated for this game. Uh, they know that the, the winning La Liga is not in their hands, but at the same time, Atlético de Madrid has a difficult calendar. In fact, uh, if Atlético drops points against uh, Real Sociedad, Real Madrid will uh, attack this game against Granada, knowing that the win will put them up front, uh, top of the table. So I like Madrid to win 2-0 to, to start with, and Madrid to win the first half, because I believe that they will start the game really motivated. That pays 206, and uh, that's something I back as well. Let's see if they can still stay in the title race. They have to beat Granada for sure. Then, well, only three games to go now in La Liga. We've analyzed all 10 games. And Álvaro, I'm sure you have an ACA also for these midweek games. Yes, altogether it will be 11, 11 pounds, euros, dollars. So, uh, both teams to score in the Osasuna Cadiz. Both teams to score in the Celta Getafe game. A home win for Atlético de Madrid against Real Sociedad and Real Madrid to be the first team to score against Granada. That pays 11 pounds. Okay, then Alvaro, thank you. And for sure, on Friday we will see each other for a live video to analyze the, um, not the last one, but the previous one. Yeah. Uh, match day in this La Liga. Thank you and see you this week. Thank you, Edu. It's been a pleasure. We have now all the information to bet in these midweek games. Let me know what you think about Alvaro's tip in the comment section and you will have also the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. And do not forget to click on the like button if you enjoy our videos, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And also we have a podcast for you in case you want to listen to all our videos in our podcast. Next Friday, we are back. We are going to analyze also the next match day.